0: So, Adam, I understand we have to uh, start the show with some big news.
1: Massive news. Two sets of news. First of all, one, we've got a kitten. That's exciting. Yes. But second of all, biggest news, big shout-out to Jenny Howard. At the age of 73, she's passed her driving test. So excited for her. She can now drive around wherever she wants to go. She can go see my brother. She can go to the shop. She can do all kinds of stuff. Excited. Third time lucky. This is
0: your mum we're talking about here.
1: This is my mum. This is my mum. So at 73 took the test. She called me early this morning. She's passed. She's pumped. So congrats to awesome. congrats to Jenny.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Apparently the uh, driver's test a little more complicated there in, in uh, the UK
1: little tricky parallel parking you've got to do some parallel parking in there reversing around the corner which isn't easy
0: no uh, you know i think you know that... i think my kids would still not have their licenses
1: <laughs> exactly that parallel parking puts people off that's yeah. for sure but uh, but yeah she she did great happy for her so uh, congrats to jenny
0: yes absolutely well we have a, a show to do so we're gonna put all that aside right now and uh, have you listen to this other fine old pie show and then we'll be back with free kicks. You know, I was uh, telling my kids the other day that uh, I never thought the 90s had a look but you look at pictures of ourselves Oh boy, the 90s really does have a look, doesn't it? If I would have known what was going to happen to my hair, <laughs> I wouldn't have gone through the mullet years. Is that ago. your final haircut was the mullet? Yeah, well, the comb over, is that a haircut? Does that counts? Yeah, all right. Well, then no. But okay, that's good. It was the last official one. Did you ever have the the mullet in the back and the bald on top at the same time? No. no you mean the Joe Dirt? Yeah. No, that, never, that I never been, went Joe Dirt. That would have been a great look. <laughs> Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, Amazon, or wherever you find podcast. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an old show on the Radio Misfits podcast network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks with Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Uh, you may notice my voice is a little, uh, little off this week. I'm still recovering. i we missed last week's show because mm-hmm. uh, I had to call in sick for the first time ever on the on the podcast. I yeah. uh, had COVID, which sucks. But yes, uh, yes, we're back, back in the uh, back in the saddle.
1: Yeah, glad you're on the mend. Glad you're on the mend.
0: I was kind of having fever dreams, like uh, I was watching. I was watching the Tottenham Newcastle game this <laughs> past weekend, and. Okay. Uh, I I just started cracking up, and uh, Bridget walks in and said, what's so funny? I said, right now, look at that. You know, Son from uh, Tottenham, mm-hmm. the, who they call Sonny yeah. as a nickname, was being covered by Cher of Newcastle. <laughs> That's
1: <laughs> funny. That's good. That is really good. And none of the <laughs> announcers
0: were noticing it. They kept saying, Son and Cher and Sonny and Cher. I was like, come on.
1: That's great. <laughs> that that's why you're a great commentator.
0: Yeah. There you go. You, you notice those things. <laughs> that's right. Well, why don't we talk about what's happening on the pitch? Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? So we have uh we had quite a slew of injuries happening and I, I just wanted to stop and talk about some of this because yeah. We, yeah. we've got the World Cup coming up and we've got a pretty uh a pretty robust uh fight for the title this year which is mm-hmm. unexpectedly close um and and a lot of these injuries are going to have impact on on that race and so let's just go over some of them and I'll do it in alphabetical order for you I, we'll start with yeah. arsenal who's yeah. somehow still at the top of the table mm-hmm. they 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 are missing though their young their young stud uh Emil Smith Rowe now he's out he's got a apparently a pretty serious groin injury. Uh, he's out for the rest of the calendar year. He, they're they're yeah. thinking that he may be back uh, by the end of December. Uh, right, right. But that's a big loss for that team.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, right now, he was probably a player that was coming off the bench but was definitely an impact player, uh, yeah. but certainly a play that was a big part of uh, Mikel Arteta's plans. So him missing this... Basically, the rest of the calendar year, like you said, is is a tough one. And he was probably maybe had an outside, very much an outside chance to make an England team in the World Cup. But uh, obviously, he's out. And I think you're going to find that a lot of these plays are out until basically the 26th of December when we would resume all the, the games for the World Cup. Right. After the World Cup.
0: But, you know, like you said, this one is not really going to impact the World Cup, uh, but it will impact Arsenal. Um, Mm -hmm. Chelsea, on the other hand, has lost Reese James. Uh, That's a huge blow for the club, but it's also a huge blow for the English national team.
1: Massive blow. Arguably, probably going into that injury, he was probably nailed down as the starting right back for England. um, And was definitely having a great season uh so definitely a, a massive a massive shock for him to go out so it was a knee injury i think it was a an impact knee injury uh so that's the tough thing i don't know if you saw him he was at the game the other day if you look at him he's got green hair now
0: yeah, so which was I, I did interesting
1: see that. <laughs> so uh but uh so I feel bad for him but uh hopefully he can regroup and it's a tough one you know to miss a world cup because players don't get too many chances to play in world cups he, he's young enough he could uh, can rebound and come back, but uh, let's hope uh, he gets back quicker quicker than uh, expected.
0: Yeah, the thing is you never know uh, if you're ever going to play in a World Cup again. Uh, you never know yeah. if, if the timing of the cup and your form comes yeah. together or not. You know, look at Trent Alexander-Arnold. You know, if it was mm-hmm. a year ago, he's your starting right back. And now, That's right. you know. Well, he may be again. It turns yeah. out. Um So uh, as a Liverpool fan, this has been a pretty rough season for me. The players are dropping like flies. Uh, mm-hmm. Diaz, who is my, in my opinion, is the most exciting player on that team. Yeah. He's out for six more weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jota, uh, Diego Jota, uh, he's out for months. Uh, apparently yeah. a, a very bad calf injury. He suffered in the last few seconds of that game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my tip is out until the World Cup as well. You think mm-hmm. that's going to have any impact on the World Cup?
1: Uh, possibly. I mean, certainly Jota is being gone is going to be a, a big loss for Portugal. Uh, obviously, Diaz was probably you know right there in terms of potentially making a, the Brazilian squad. So I, I think it's it's going to be really tough.
0: I think Diaz uh, but- is Colombian.
1: I'm sorry, Colombian. You're yeah. right. I apologize. Yeah, thank you. But I think um, with both of those players, you know, it, looking at the, the loss in terms of their impact that they had, I mean, last year, Jota was one of the leading scorers in the league. Um, and, and Diaz is just starting to come about as well. So I think that was the other thing. And then the other player, too, though, which we did mention, was Darwin. He's out as well. Oh, yeah, that's right he he did, he missed the last game but he's got a chance to get back uh, i think he he's a little bit more opportunity to to be able to come back but the diego, diego jota is definitely going to be a big loss and i think a big loss for portugal just cuz i think he would have had an impact in the world cup for sure
0: yeah uh, i agreed uh manchester city uh is still a juggernaut but uh they're they're missing two two pretty key players. Uh they picked up Calvin yeah. Phillips remember and Calvin has not gotten on the pitch yet. And, no. And Kyle Walker is is hurt as well and he was a starter in the European Cup.
1: Yeah. For yeah, England. both out. Yeah, both out to, you know, basically the middle of uh Actually, of they November. both started
0: for the national team, didn't they?
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, Calvin Phillips was obviously at Leeds for a long time. Um you know realistically with him he hasn't played any any soccer at all, right. so with him trying to get back, he's going to have you know really two weeks to prepare himself for a world cup as long as he makes the squad uh at least Carl Walker's been playing uh and has uh, and obviously just recently got injured, but yeah, both of those players were you know potential starters for England, so that's going to be an impact uh for them as well so i'm I'm hoping they'll get back. Middle of November, be able to kind of get back into a bit, bit of form, but realistically, are they going to be in their top form as the as the World Cup comes around? You know that in that first week, uh, the twentieth of, of November when it starts.
0: The is coming up soon, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Manchester United uh, lost uh, Varane uh, this past weekend. Um, yeah, and he was crying. His, when he was yeah. taken out of the game, I, I think he really thought it was a serious injury. And you're telling me before we go on today that uh, it's really not as serious as they thought.
1: I, I yeah, I don't think it's quite as bad. Uh, he they're saying that he won't. You know, I'm hearing different things. I'm hearing some people saying he won't play again before the World Cup, but he still probably be able to make the World Cup's group uh, team in France. You know, the French national right. team. Yep. Um, but whether or not he's going to be in tip-top shape, similar to Calvin Phillips and Kyle Walker, you know, he's going to be missing out a lot. So that's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough, a tough miss for them. But, um, yeah, so he's out. Uh, otherwise than that, uh, I, I think when you look at the plays that they've got, you know, Marshall's, you know, got a slight injury as well. He's got 50% chance of, of playing. Right. And then... Um, and then even uh, Donny Vanderbeek Beek has been out for a while. Juan bissaka has been out for a while. You know, these are all players that are not getting any type of match fitness, as well as Harry Maguire. Yeah, I was you know, going to mention Harry Maguire. You know, he hasn't played much at all. Um, so I'm looking at It's always interesting when I look at players' points uh, in terms of how well they're doing in fantasy. Yeah. Harry Maguire has a minus one. I don't even know how you get that. I mean, you get wow. that because you get yellow cards or red cards, but he's played, unfortunately, not enough games, and he got a yellow card, so he's down a down points. So glad I didn't pick him for my squad this year.
0: Well, you know, it, we've talked about him before, that when it comes time for the World Cup, it'll be very interesting to see how much he plays. Yeah, um, yeah. I do see uh, Gareth uh, Southgate in all these games now, and um mm. watching right. you know yeah it, yeah in his in his uh mind it's probably not a bad thing to have the premier league going right before the world cup because he can because all these players will be in mid-season form at least
1: right uh, yeah it's it's such a tough one because they're playing which is good which is exactly what you want but the concern and I think this is what the managers concerned I think Jurgen Klopp has mentioned this a few times you know not it's not like him to complain about anything yeah, right. but <laughs> but it's just the impact of games if they were playing one game a week occasionally two games probably wouldn't be as big of an issue the problem is that every team's pretty much playing two games a week especially the right. top teams they play because they're trying to squeeze all of these Champions League games UEFA uh, Europa League games, you've got League Cup games; <laughs> all of these things are trying to be squeezed in before the season, uh, before the season ends, before the World Cup. So it makes it, it's a really tough stretch for these players playing two games a week. When realistically, you know, you you need at least three, four days uh, in between games, and sometimes they're only getting maybe two or three.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, I have a theory. Um, okay, and, and that is uh, a fantasy uh, theory, right?
1: Okay, yeah, sure.
0: In the second half of the season, look out for Mo Salah because he mm. is not going to be in the World Cup. That's right. Egypt is not playing. He has a whole month to rest, mm-hmm. and he's going to come out. I think blazing. That's that's my that's my prediction for you because uh, he's I, been playing so many games for so many years now. Uh, I think a, a month rest is really going to do him good.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I, I definitely hope so. I mean, same thing you could probably say about Erling Haaland, right? He's, yeah. I think he he might have a good stretch. Oh, <laughs> Then again, he's been playing lights out right now. It's amazing what he's doing. Yeah, I, mean, I, he, I can't he's, even he...
0: imagine him being better.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did see something kind of funny. I think I saw something on, on, on a BBC.com website where uh, Guardiola was saying that he told Erling Haaland to go easy on the sweets on the cakes over Christmas because he's not playing in the World Cup as well. Yeah. So uh, he just doesn't need to eat as much. Maybe Mo Salah is the same way. But I, I think, but like you said, I think it's only going to help them in terms of this rest, and it's just going to motivate them more to come back. So that's for sure.
0: How does a team with Haaland not qualify for the World Cup? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, it was it, they've definitely struggled. I mean, he's certainly a one-man team. Right. But uh, yeah, he's he's going to have some time off.
0: Okay. Well, there's also an American player uh, that got hurt yeah. last weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit. Tyler Adams, who's mm-hmm. a key key player for the U.S. national team, yeah, sure. uh, had a little uh, tweak this past week too. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, another classic muscle injury. Um, I think he's. I think don't see it being a long term injury, which I think is good. He's listed a seventy five percent chance of playing in the next game. So, uh, unfortunately, the next game is Liverpool. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, you know, he might miss a game potentially, uh, maybe given a rest. But again, he's he's a massive part of of the of the uh, United States national team, along with his teammate Brendan Aronson. I think those two players are going to be really, really key for United States to do well this, in this World Cup.
0: I agree. If the coach is smart enough to play them, we'll find out. Um, yes. All right, let's talk about some of the coaches because yeah. uh, there's been a little flurry of uh, coaches getting uh, sacked, as we say, in, in England. Uh, yeah. So Tuchel gone in Chelsea, Parker was gone at Bournemouth, Bruno was gone with Wolves. And since we last spoke, Stephen Gerrard out. Yeah, yeah. Aston Villa. Your thoughts? It,
1: interesting one with Stephen Gerrard. Um, I think there was a lot of unrest uh, with the way that they were playing. They were struggling. Uh, ultimately, you know, he gets fired. And then as soon as that happens, the next game they have their best performance of the season, win 4-0. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But, um Although with Steven Gerrard, it seemed like he was on a bit of borrowed time. The team just wasn't seemed to be gelling. So you know, kind of similar to a Frank Lampard. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, obviously a fantastic player. Um, did very well at Rangers as well. I know the Rangers uh, supporters loved him up there. Uh, and Cohen de Villa was always going to be a tough job. But the, the biggest thing was they did spend a lot of money. They do have a high wage bill. And so they were expecting them to do a little bit better. And unfortunately, that's the business. Uh, so he, he is out. But uh, I don't know if you heard this. They they do have a new manager as of yesterday, Unite Emery, formerly uh, of Ars- Arsenal. Yes. And uh, he is coming in. And uh, he'll be starting. So uh, we'll see how that goes. He's, yeah. he's second second in charge at uh, an English club. So we'll see.
0: Didn't second go time well in the first time uh, with no. Arsenal. But he did do a great job at, was it Villarreal? Is that where he Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and did an amazing job with them. So you never know.
1: Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. Villarreal, he was great at Sevilla as well. I mean, the guy's got quite a resume. When you look at the teams, I mean, he is at PSG for a while,
0: yeah, uh, right.
1: Valencia. So he's got quite the resume. He's certainly got it. I know from what I'm reading, not all the Villa fans are, you know, ecstatic about this appointment, right? Uh, <laughs> but you know, you know, I think he's gonna he's gonna have to uh, he's gonna put his stamp on his team, and uh, I think. Uh, you know, we'll see how he does. I mean, you know, it's, I, it's dead.
0: I, I've been watching this Wrexham show. Uh Yeah. And I, I think, I think the first season is done now. I think we just finished it. Um, yep. But uh just seeing the, the fans talking every week about, you know, each little nuance. <laughs> it is pretty funny that there is a lot of pressure on these guys, on these coaches. they that that just means so much. Every game means yeah. so much for the fans. I think it's not uh something here American fans really can understand. I don't think there's anything quite like it here.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a it's a tough one. And I think the town, I, I would I relate it a lot to small towns and high school high school basketball because everything revolves around that team. Yeah. Certainly, you know, and the whole town gets behind it. And in England, it's very similar. You know, if they, it, it's, it's constantly talked about. You go into the coffee shop. They're talking about what's happening with the team. It's right. always the big discussion. And I think that's the nice thing about, you know, football in general in England is, if anything, you can just talk. You may not know anybody. You walk into a pub and just say, hey, I see you're a Villa fan. Ah, and automatically, you can strike up a conversation. Right. So everybody has that in, in in that idea, you know, here in Chicago, you know, we've got the Bears, we've got the Cubs,
0: we've yeah, got the Blackhawks. it's Hawks. not the same though. It's not. I mean, and I, I wrote a book called "Every Cub Ever." You know, I'm a yeah. devoted Chicago Cubs fan. Um, have been you know since 1969, but it's not the same. It's not mm-hmm. the same. It's not. You don't live and die by it. I mean, they show yeah. these these people at work. You know, that it's it, all they talk about at work. You know, the work is just working towards the weekend so they can watch. Exactly. It's the whole town. It's the most important thing in the town. It's, It's just amazing. Anyway, really
1: good point. Yeah, really good point.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about the world cup for a moment. Here we go from around the world and into your cup. This is the world cup report on free kicks. Now, we're going to surprise you because this is not a World Cup report about the men's World Cup. The Mm -hmm. women's World Cup. The draw was announced this week, or last week, I guess it was. Um, And both USA and England are in the World Cup, obviously. Yeah. They announced the groups. Uh, I see USA is in a group, has got a pretty easy group, I think. They've got Vietnam. And Netherlands, and then there will be another one that's still a play in uh, yeah England is in a gr- has actually got China, which is pretty tough. I think uh, that's a pretty good club and, and same with yep. De- Denmark
1: yeah,
0: yeah so, your thoughts:
1: yeah, yeah no, I, I think it, I think what I'm really excited about is the amount of uh, countries that were involved in the World Cup. I mean, when you think about the expansion. You know, you're now at 32 teams, which is amazing. So 32 countries playing women's soccer at a consistent high level. Really, really exciting to to see that. Um, And I think this is just, I think this is going to be the biggest World Cup ever just because of how well the teams did. I think so many people were tuned into the Euros this past year. Um, Obviously, you've got the United States, you know, the defending world champions, they just recently played a game against England, which they unfortunately lost. Right. So maybe the maybe everybody's getting a little bit closer to the United States. But I know the United States is always up for a World Cup, so I don't I don't see that being a problem. But uh, yeah, this is it's going to be exciting. It's in Australia and New Zealand, so that's going to maybe be a bit of a challenge in terms of time. So just give you an idea. I actually have an uncle that lives in Australia. I think it's about. Um, about a fourteen-hour difference from here, so we've we got quite a quite a time change. So they'll be playing games the next day when we'll be watching them late at night. So right. that's going to be a tough one. But uh, otherwise than that, what it's going to be great. Going to be really good to see how these teams do. Uh, should be an exciting tournament in twenty twenty three. It's always nice to have a national tournament or international tournament, should I say, in the summer.
0: Yeah, and that will be next summer. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. And the you know the you mentioned the the Americans are the defending champions. The Americans, uh, as you also mentioned, people are starting to catch up to the Americans. What I what I think is exciting is the other country cultures are starting to embrace women's sports a little more.
1: Yeah, and yeah. we
0: even saw this just a few years ago when we were in uh, in England. We went to Chelsea, and the, mm-hmm. that women's team they were off on the backfield. You know. It, it it was a Premier League uh, club, right?
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: But it was clearly second, uh, the second most important thing there. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just nice to see that uh, the women's are the women's teams are getting a little more respect around mm-hmm. around the world, and and I think having England do well is is something that will really help that.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think you're gonna see that ahead of time. There's some and I think you're just gonna see everything that's gonna make everything world class. And that's ultimately what's gonna happen with the women's game. You've got world class stadiums, uh they've got a brand new stadium, the Sydney Stadium is supposed to be unbelievable. Um so yeah, I think when you're gonna see all of these, uh the nuances of the World Cup, packed houses, lots of people watching it, it's gonna be great. Yep.
0: Free Kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association.
1: Illinois Youth Soccer is proudly serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975. Illinois Youth Soccer is a non-profit corporation, official state association and charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation and administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and the U.S. Soccer Federation Referee Programs. For more information, go to IllinoisYouthSoccer.org.
0: Now right, we still got a lot more show. We'll get some premier league star. We'll get Adam's TV tip. We'll find out, uh, some exciting news that is happening here. Uh, in Illinois. All that is up right after this. What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity minutia men interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch, and the Bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri and She Shed Cheryl. My God, it list goes on. So you'll get Minutia, Celebrity Minutiaman Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfit. And now,
1: the latest
0: Chicago-area soccer news. Soccer, news. soccer news with Coach Adam. Coach
1: Adam. That's you. Yes, it is. Busy times in the office, or outside of the office, should I say, on the field especially, because we, uh, we're just reporting some, some new State Cup winners in terms of the President's Cup winners, that is. So I want to just give a quick shout-out to the winners at each age group with the President's Cup and also our Illinois Cup. So we had 15U FC1 Elite, 16U FC Stars, 17U Elite Soccer Club, 18U Pegasus FC, 19U was Crystal Lake Force. So these were all the the girls' teams because the girls play in the uh, the fall uh, because obviously they do their high school season in the spring. And then the Illinois Cup champions, which is our next level down after the State Cup and President's Cup. So congrats to those three winners. Windy City Rampage at 15U, Firebirds at 16U, and Chicago Edge at 19U. So those are the, uh, the, the winners. The President's Cup winners will end up representing Illinois – and going into the Midwest regionals. So that's exciting stuff for them. I believe that the regionals are going to be in Cincinnati, Ohio this year. So that's exciting for them. And then November the 5th, big day. We've got our State Cup finals that are all set. And it looks like you might be hearing the the dulcet tones of Rick Kemper and myself on a few commentary of those games. So we're excited to be part of that. So we're looking to try and do a few games during that time. November the 5th, State Cup Finals. We've got uh, national champions from Illinois playing in State Cup Finals. They're defending national champions. So that's really exciting. Just like uh, the President's Cup winners, FC1 Elite, were the National President's Cup champions. so They're coming back to defend their title as well. So lots of things going on. Yes.
0: Well, that's exciting. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, We did that a couple of years ago, or was that last year even?
1: Just last year, yeah. yeah. Seems like two years ago, yeah, I know. Yeah,
0: well, and this time we're actually on-site. Last time they yeah. were, they wouldn't let us out there, but uh, this year we'll, we'll be there <laughs> on-site. So looking forward to that, and hopefully the weather agrees. Actually, it's indoor, isn't it?
1: Yeah, we should be good. Yeah, yeah. all indoors. Beautiful Mercy Health Sports Score too.
0: Yep. Okay, great. It's time for your favorite part of the show. Time now to guess the Premier League star... Okay, so this one is kind of a tough one, I think, but uh we'll see see what you do. All right. Uh this uh week's Premier League star is 24 years old. All right, and he is with his second Premier League club right now. That so he was on another okay. team. Uh this is kind of a you know, I'm going to save that one. I'm going to save that that clue because it might give it away. Uh he okay. he wears the same jersey number that OJ Simpson wore uh in his uh, football <laughs> days for Oh the, okay yeah for the Buffalo Bills. Um he has exactly one cap for his national team. But that national team is not England. And I will say okay. that I think it's even harder to get on his national team than mm. it is to get on the English national team. Really? Yes. Because there's a lot of good players from this from this nation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's a left back. Okay. He needs a haircut.
1: <laughs> okay. All right.
0: Uh, his current manager also coached him at his previous Premier League club. Gotcha.
1: I think I have a good idea. Was, was was he actually substituted after 36 minutes of this past weekend?
0: He was.
1: Yes. Big discussion on exactly why. So uh, was it a tactical thing that took place? Obviously, that was a big game. But I'm going to go with Mark Cucarella. I believe that's how you say it. I've heard different ways, but Mark Cucarella.
0: Yeah, that is correct. Uh, and he does mm-hmm. need a haircut.
1: Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah,
0: it does. That's the old man uh, talking. I just uh, <laughs> thought I'd throw that out there. All right. It's time for uh, my favorite part of the show. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. tip, tip. All right. What's what's the game we cannot miss this weekend?
1: Yeah. There's a lot of games on Saturday, which I think is exciting. So we've got a full – you know, there's only a couple of games on Sunday. Always like those Saturday games so the three o'clock kickoffs is the traditional time. So we've got a bunch there. The one that sticks out for me, there's two games. The second game is going to be the, the pick of the week. But the first game kind of involves the player we just talked about, Michael Gorella. Brighton and Hove Albion, Graham Potter's former club against Chelsea. So he's going back to the coast to play against his uh, previous team. So that's going to be an interesting one, certainly to watch. That's yeah. the uh, 9, 9 a.m. game. But then I, I think this one's going to be a really good one because when you look at both teams, they're both under a little bit of pressure in, for different reasons. Leeds United, obviously Jesse Marsh, they've lost four games on the trot here, so they're struggling a little bit. Yeah, they're in he's the zone
0: the, now. They're in the relegation yeah. zone.
1: so they're looking at uh, – struggling. And there's definitely a struggle. Uh, he's also uh, – there's lots of talk about him obviously being under pressure for his job. Uh, and then they're playing a Liverpool team that has just been very inconsistent. Obviously, you had a rough loss to the bottom team this past yeah, weekend against Nottingham Forest. Yeah, uh, controlled a good portion beat, of the game.
0: They beat Man City, which yeah. you know we were talking about how no one is ever going to beat Man City this year, <laughs> and they did it. Liverpool did it because they have that much talent, right? They they have that much talent, and then they lost to Nottingham Forest, which was in twentieth place. Exactly
1: makes no sense does it makes no sense oh. so that's why we've got to watch that game so that's the, the TV tip for the week has to be Liverpool at home against Leeds United both teams under a bit of pressure for different reasons but that's going to be the kickoff the later kickoff 1.45 on Saturday so that should work great for your schedule you'll be able to watch that one make sure you catch that one I'm guessing that'll be an NBC possibly USA national game so that yeah. should be a good one
0: yep Yep, and here's my tip. My tip is never bet on the Premier League. (laughs) I say this all the time, uh, but uh, it's just too unpredictable. Any week, anything can happen. That's what makes it a fantastic sport to watch, and it makes it a terrible sport to bet on. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Free Kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club. Sixty five years of soccer excellence. Green White provides a great travel soccer program for kids of all ages. Go to greenwhitesoccer.org. Uh, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, OPP, We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Free Kicks. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including
1: com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of OPI Productions. Tony, can you shut up?